Hello and welcome to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup for research published between the 10th and 16th of May 2022. I'm Katrina Pears, the research correspondent for the EMI Association. I have included a range of published research this week, including a PhD thesis, paper 6, as well as several papers in this week's roundup which are not directly on MECFS but are related. These are paper 4 and 5 which are on functional neurological disorders and paper 7 which is on the use of MITO-Q for mitochondrial diseases. We have highlighted two of the studies. Paper 1 is in support of the new NICE guidelines and is a response to the previous published research by Flockdrop et al who claimed that the guideline committee came to the wrong conclusion. This article was commissioned by The Lancet. This study reviews the studies used by Flockdrop et al which claims the efficiency of CBT and GET, concluding that they show the opposite and also show problems with the studies included, such as the design, reporting of results, such as selective results, ignoring and not publishing the insignificant results, relying on subject primary outcomes in non-blinded studies, extensive endpoint changes, and selecting patients who didn't have the disease under investigation or had self-limiting diseases and labelling the severely ill as recovered. This piece of research is well presented and easy to read, including understanding which studies were included in the previous review. It is really nice to see a study strongly in favour of the new NICE guideline which drops CBT and GET as treatments for ME-CFS. Although I am in favour of the findings in this paper, I also feel it is written in a very personal way and feels a bit like an attack on the previous research. Paper 8 is on immune dysfunction in adolescents, particularly looking at the relationship between cytokines. Cytokines are small proteins that are crucial for cell signalling. They control the growth and activity of other immune system cells and blood cells. The study looked at plasma cytokines in three different groups, ME-CFS, severe ME-CFS and controls. The study reports a range of connections between the cytokines in the three different groups. The ME-CFS group results showed activation of inflammatory mechanisms. The severe ME-CFS group showed chronic inflammation. These findings together suggested pro-inflammatory responses in the two different ME-CFS groups studied. Unfortunately, we cannot access the full study so we do not know the significance of these findings between the groups, i.e. are the findings between the ME-CFS group and the sphere ME-CFS group different, allowing differentiation between the groups. The findings in the abstract only talk about within the groups, therefore we do not know how these findings will aid a biomarker. There are also other unknowns as we do not know how the study classified between ME-CFS and severe ME-CFS. As the previous research by this group, severe ME-CFS was classified where patients had not recovered at a six-month follow-up and had more than one symptom listed in the case definition. However, I think we're likely to see more studies of this nature from this research group, which will hopefully lead to some promising findings. Thank you for listening to this audio recording of the weekly research roundup. 
and we'll be back next week with the next installment.